I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. It's so nice to have you back this week. I know you have a guest for us today. We do, and our guest today is Sue. Met Sue on our fraud hotline. She called in. And we know that there are gangs that come through periodically to our various supermarkets, and they are experts at taking our purses. So this is something, unfortunately, that happened to Sue when she was shopping at Vons. I asked Sue if she would describe what happened to her because I think it's really important to alert our listeners to the fact that this does go on and how it happens. So welcome, Sue. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And please describe for us what happened to you. Yes, this happened on Memorial Day. I went in the supermarket. I was in Vaughn's in their produce department, and there was only one person in there when I first walked in. And I'm, you know, looking around, getting my stuff. I reach over to pick something up, and this lady is standing at the end of my cart, and she starts talking to me about something on the shelf, and I'm not paying much attention. The big mistake I made was I had my purse sitting in the basket, and I hadn't zipped it. It was open. So I went around, did my four or five things, and then I went to check out, and my wallet was gone and my checkbook. First, I thought, well, I've changed purses. Maybe I left it out. So I went home, which is about four minutes away, not at the house, realizing then something's happened, and I called the police. During the time I'm pulling out of my driveway to go back to Vaughn's, the thieves had already thrown my wallet off on Cali Real in front of a retirement uh, facility who found it on the sidewalk. and called me. And by the time I got done talking to that lady, they had already gone to Walgreens and the credit card company was texting me saying, are you making these $500 purchases? And I texted back and said, no, I'm not. And within another 10 or 15 minutes, they had left there and went to Ralph's. Then they went to Target. Now, this is all within about... 40 minutes total, they did charge about $3,000 before we could stop them. Most people think, well, ATM cards, you're okay because they don't have your PIN. Not so. What happens on that is they use the Visa or the MasterCard that's on your debit card as a charge card. But what it does, it doesn't charge it. It takes it directly out of your account. So consequently, the credit card company or debit card company isn't really responsible. I will say that both my banks honored the fact that it was a theft. Thank goodness. Yes. By the time they got done with this, it was about $4,000. Sue, were you able to get all of that back? They finally did honor that whole thing. It took, you know, a couple months to do. You had to get all your numbers together. It took me eight hours to call all these people because I hadn't all my cards in one place with all the numbers and the calls, and so I had to look up everything. They took my checkbook, so we had to cancel the check. 
And I have all my utilities and mm. other things withdrawn monthly out of that account. This is a complete nightmare. And an ex-executive from a Fortune 500 company, I thought I was so organized. This thing threw me for a loop. Yeah. It was so traumatizing. Yeah. The emotional impact of something like this can't be overstated. You feel so violated, and it takes so long. It's an exhausting process. Yeah. What really upset me about that, I am fortunate enough where I could cover those expenses, but if you have somebody who's living from paycheck to paycheck, not only devastating emotionally, but financially as well. These people are professionals. They're often teams that work together and they are from out of town. So they swoop in. Usually there is a threesome. There's somebody who's a lookout, somebody who distracts the victim by asking them a question. Once the wallet is taken out of the purse, it's handed off to this third person who walks out the door with it. And they'll go to various stores and try and access your credit by using your credit card. But they were going after gift cards. That way it was instant cash and not traceable. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're just not going to find them. That's why these teams come in from out of town. You know, what a shock when you walk up to the checkout stand, you reach in your purse to take out your wallet and pull out your credit card, and it's gone. I mean, that's the first sort of trauma. When I go out and do presentations, we have these little uh, neck wallets, and you can just put them around your neck and tuck them down in your shirt or your sweater for safety so nobody can see that you're even wearing a neck wallet. I often tell them, look, when you go out shopping, Use the neck wallet or use something that's attached to your body and just put in one or two checks, the amount that you think you're going to use. Don't bring your register. Just pull out a couple of checks. Just take maybe one credit card and maybe $20 in cash. And that's all you carry with you. And that way, if somebody does steal from you, even if it's a purse snatching, they're not going to get much. But yeah, calling all those credit card companies is a nightmare. Because What I would also recommend to people is that any credit cards that they have, make a list of them, the numbers mm-hmm. and the phone numbers to call, and put it in a safe place. Very, very good advice. Thank you so much, Sue, for coming yes. on and telling us your story. Well, and thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you again, so and much. have a good day. Thanks, okay, Sue. You too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 